I feel like if you know why your child may be vomiting, then I think it can ease some of this just uneasiness, I guess is the best way to put it, or this just feeling of just uncertainty that comes along with this type of illness. Hey, my name is Dakota and I am a new mom and pediatric nurse practitioner. In my time working with kids, I quickly found out that most parents feel completely unprepared for the task of raising tiny humans, even though you are the perfect person for this specific job. Unfortunately, Overwhelmed fear and feeling completely clueless at times are real emotions that most parents experience at one point or another when it comes to the health of their child. The goal of the podcast is to take these feelings down a notch by providing weekly episodes on pediatric health topics. You can expect to learn about the daily things in life, to common illnesses, and everything in between. I want to leave you feeling educated and empowered so that next time a question or situation arises with your child, you can say, I've got this. Before we dive into this week's episode, I have a quick and important disclaimer. The information contained in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. The content solely represents the views and opinions of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of the content you have heard on this podcast. Perfectly Unprepared hereby disclaims any and all liability to any party for any direct, indirect, implied, punitive, special, incidental, or other consequential damages arising directly or indirectly from any use of the content which is provided as is and without warranties. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. As a parent, I think one of the worst things ever is watching your child throw up. I think it's one of those moments where you feel like you are so helpless and there's just not anything really that you can do to help your child. No matter what their age is, it is just really difficult to feel like this. And I, even myself, my son has recently just gotten over a viral GI tummy bug and he had vomiting and it wasn't even really that bad like it was just a couple episodes it wasn't even like recurrent and it sucked it's not fun at all and so I'm just dreading the time when it's bound to happen at some point where he just has continuous vomiting or just just having more vomiting episodes and I just wanted to do this episode because I know that If I'm feeling like I'm helpless in this situation, I know for a fact that you are as well. So thankfully, most of the time, vomiting is something that will resolve quickly and we just need to wait it out. But it can be difficult to know if you should or shouldn't be concerned when this happens. So I wanted to talk about the most common reasons for vomiting for each age group. I feel like if you know why your child may be vomiting, then I think it can ease some of this just 
uneasiness, I guess is the best way to put it, or this just feeling of just uncertainty that comes along with this type of illness. So on this week's episode, we're talking about the most common reasons that your child may be vomiting. And then on next week's episode, I plan to dive further into when you should be concerned and what you can do for your child while they have this illness. Um, Just a reminder though, before we get started, Same thing for all other things in parenting, but you know your child best. So if vomiting occurs and something just does not feel right to you, then you should listen to that instinct and seek out care by their provider or call, um, you know, their doctor's office and see if you can get some advice or whatever it may be. They usually have triage lines or, you know, a nurse available to talk you through something. So this goes with for anything in parenting. If it doesn't feel right, if you just get this gut, like I'm either, you know, you're nervous about it or you just feel like this is not an okay situation. The worst thing they can do is just provide you some reassurance. So take that time, just call them. It'll give you some peace of mind. So there are so many reasons why your child could be vomiting, which there are way, way too many for me to cover all of them. But there is this saying in the medical community that is kind of a reminder when we are thinking about diagnoses, which is common things are common. And this is just helpful because sometimes even for myself, when I'm diagnosing patients, you can sometimes like hear one specific thing that makes you nervous or, you know, there's, you know, certain symptoms that maybe stick out to you. And sometimes you want to go to are down the rabbit hole and you might want to think that, oh, it's this, you know, really scary or rare thing. But first taking the mindset that common things are common. So more than likely, this is one of these common things. It is definitely not always. There are there's reasons that there are those things. And, you know, that is not outside of the realm of the possibility, but it's easiest if we first think of common things are common, which is your, what your provider is generally going to be doing. And then there are situations where obviously we need to be a little bit more concerned. So I think it is helpful for you to first hear about the most common reasons that your child or that children throw up for each age group. And then in next week's episode, we will talk about what are the red flags that something more serious may be going on, or if it may be time for them to see be seen by their provider. So we'll start with the common things. And then next week, we'll talk about some of those things that kind of get you thinking maybe something else might be going on. So we'll start with the youngest age group first, and we'll work our way up to adolescence. And if you don't know, pediatrics, we deal with birth all the way up through adolescence and early adulthood. So we often are seeing patients like into the college age years. And so that's what typically I'm referring to when I go over topics on the podcast. So for our very youngest age 
children um, are our neonates in which generally this is birth up through one month old typically. And so the most common reasons for vomiting for this age group, the first ones are normal reflux or GERD. So those are two separate things. Um, This is normal reflux and GERD or gastroesophageal reflux disease are topics that we will discuss further in a future episode because this is a very common thing and a big topic for this age group. But the easiest way to kind of differentiate the two of them is normal reflux is just that. It is normal for babies and the normal reflux baby is that kind of happy spitter. They spit up and they're still smiling and they just kind of go on with their business. Um, And then the other group is the GERD or gastroesophageal reflux disease. Um, That baby is actually more on the other end where they're a fussy spitter. They're uncomfortable. They're arching their back. They're making faces when they spit up. These babies um, are more the like uncomfortable where you're thinking to yourself like this is not okay. And so those are the two differences. So vomiting um, can occur with both normal reflux or GERD. Um, They are spitting up. They're vomiting. Um, Babies And spitting up is for the normal reflux. This is just normal and it will improve as they age. The second big reason for neonates or the newborn babies to be vomiting is a dietary intolerance or an allergy. So the most common ones that we see are a milk protein allergy and a soy allergy um, are just a couple examples of these. So for neonates, normal reflux or GERD, and then dietary intolerance or allergy. The GERD can sometimes actually go along with the intolerance. So um, we'll talk about this in the next episode, but um, these are the most common symptoms for, or common diagnoses or reasons for vomiting for that birth to one month old children. The next age group is infants, so typically like one month and up, um, up through their first year. And the thing that is interesting for most of these age groups or a lot of these age groups is they have similar reasons, but we kind of add a new one for each topic. So the next one, they also, the most common reasons for vomiting for this age group are also normal reflux or GERD, dietary intolerance or allergy, and then we throw in a new one, which is gastroenteritis. And gastroenteritis is generally a infection, um, viral or bacterial infection in their gut, which oftentimes this type of vomiting is accompanied also by other symptoms, more prime primarily diarrhea. So easy way to remember it is gastroenteritis. They are sick with this one. It's more acute and it's often accompanied by diarrhea. More than likely someone else in the family also has this going on or they've been exposed to other kids at daycare that also have this. It's a illness versus the other ones in this age group are things that have oftentimes been going on longer. So that's an easy way to kind of remember this as a differentiation for this age group. 
The next age group is children. So we're talking children as essentially the one-year-old from one year all the way up through the teenage the teenagers. So for children, the most common reasons for vomiting include, again, gastroenteritis or that kind of tummy bug, really acute onset, also accompanying with the diarrhea. And then the second one, which I think a lot of people will find this surprising, is strep throat. So interestingly, for some kids, vomiting is their only symptom with strep throat and they don't even always have a sore throat which makes this a little bit tricky. Sometimes I will have patients who have just kind of vomiting and they're in this age group and we can't figure out what else is going on and usually these kids do not have any diarrhea which is usually kind of how we can differentiate it a little bit. Come to find out they have a yucky looking throat and they test positive for strep throat. So that is the second main reason. The third one is called post-tussive. This actually just essentially means that vomiting occurs after a coughing episode. So the, the coughing can be from um, an illness such as like a viral upper respiratory infection or it can be bacterial too. Um, asthma, they could also be choking or gagging on their food. So if you, you know, have a child that's like consistently coughing and they all of a sudden just throw up, that is what this means is post-tussive. So it's not necessarily that vomiting is their primary symptom. Their primary symptom is that they were coughing and they were coughing so much it made them throw up. The next main reason or common reason for vomiting in the childhood age group is that GERD. So in GERD, um, essentially it is meaning that they have stomach acid that comes up into their esophagus and it irritates that lining of their esophagus. And um, this is a common reason for vomiting like we talked about in actually the neonates, the infants, and also the children. And we'll talk about it is going to be one of those symptoms for adolescents too. So it's Um, this is typically, it can be more of an acute thing, but again, this is generally a more chronic kind of is going on usually for at least, you know, a week or a couple weeks, or sometimes kids have chronic, um, for months to years. And then the last one for this age group is functional dyspepsia. And this is kind of treated actually similar to the GERD, but this is accompanied typically by symptoms of bloating, pain or burning in the stomach. Um, They might be burping excessively. And then they also... They also may have like early fullness with meals. So they are taking just a couple bites of their meal and then all of a sudden they feel full. Um, Usually this doesn't necessarily have like a clear cause. And so that's kind of the differentiation between um, functional dyspepsia and GERD is that in GERD, the location is a little bit higher. It's up in that esophagus. In the functional dyspepsia, it's a little bit lower. Again, these are treated typically similarly similarly. And these two are more often than not like a chronic, they're ongoing thing. And then um, 
the last age group is the adolescents, which actually has a the same um, most common reasons than the children. They just don't typically have the um, the strep throat symptoms. So the gastroenteritis, the post-tussive, so that after cough, vomiting, functional dyspepsia, and GERD. Um, like I said, they do not typically in the older kids. They're if they're having strep throat, they're they're having the sore throat in this age group. You can't always say that hundred percent, but in general, those um, that's kind of a, a good general rule. And so those are all the age group. Those are the common illnesses I do or diagnoses. I do want to point out that gastroenteritis is one of the most common causes of vomiting for children from infancy all the way up through adolescence. And so gastroenteritis is essentially just that infection in the GI tract. It is commonly referred to though as flu or the stomach flu. I do want to just caution you that this should not be confused with influenza, um, which is what the influenza vaccine or the flu vaccine is protecting us against. This is something that is um, very commonly confused. So influenza, which is what we have the vaccination for or the flu vaccine, that is actually an illness that is primarily characterized by um, respiratory symptoms. So a cough, congestion, runny nose, sore throat, headache. Um, these often are um, associated with a fever. Usually it's pretty high fever and then sometimes body aches and chills. So those are two very, very different illnesses, but I think oftentimes we, um, and just the general population, they, they get like confused. And so a lot of people say, oh, I had the flu, meaning sometimes they say the flu, meaning this tummy bug, the vomiting, diarrhea, this yuckiness. Um, and they say, ah, oh, I got my flu vaccine. It didn't work. Well, those are not, the flu vaccine is not protecting you against this type of illness. So totally separate illnesses. So I hope that you learned something new about the most common causes of vomiting for kids. So next time this situation maybe comes up for you in your family, you can decide if they maybe fit into one of these common diagnoses and kind of you can decide, you know, what may be going on so that you can, you know, keep an eye on them and you can decide, you know, if, if maybe it doesn't fit one of these common things and you should be a little bit more concerned. So don't forget to tune in next week where I take this one step further and discuss what you can be doing at home to care for your child if they do have vomiting and what might be symptoms that would prompt you to take a trip in to visit their doctor or their healthcare provider for some more, um, a closer look at them. So Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, I am so appreciative for you tuning in. If you found it beneficial, please share it with a friend because the more we can empower each other, the more we're going to build our confidence as parents. And you have to remember that we are all in this together. So I hope you guys found this one beneficial.